Welcome to Harpin on Rugby. My name is Jeff Pagano and joining me to offer an opposition view ahead of Ulster's visit to the RDS this Saturday evening is someone back for his 15th Harpin cap. Welcome back to Mr. Ian Frizzell. Uh, good evening, Jeff. How are you? Not too bad. Good to, good to have you back on. Um, we had John for the, um, for, the, for the Australia match at the end of the um, test window, but of course we, we, we put our provincial jerseys back on and uh, we've had a round of matches last, last weekend. And I think maybe for both of us, uh, Leinster and Ulster, it was kind of a good way to get, get ourselves back in to, to, to the swing of things. Um, we both had, you know, relatively comfortable victories. Uh, you know, Leinster played Glasgow. We, we've, we've talked a lot about that on the show, but uh, you guys had Zebra uh, at home. So why don't you tell us how that went for you? Yeah. Um, uh, obviously, um, now it's midweek after the game, um, and uh, the records will show that we uh, recorded a, a bonus point win, um, which is crucial, of course. But uh, the performance didn't match the the, the scoreline, unfortunately. Um, so I, I, I sort of have gone uh, too good, too bad here for a review, uh, rather than start to talk about uh, different aspects of the game. Um, too good to start with. Tom Stewart, uh, young uh, young hooker, starting out in, in his uh, professional career, and I think he's uh, potential to be uh, to be pretty good. Is uh, in the mould of Sheehan Kelleher. Uh, carries the ball very well. Uh, his um, his uh, general uh, all round play very good. He's uh, a good, good, good at throwing. Um, although there will be times when he'll be tested under maybe a bit more pressure, and we'll see how that goes. But he, he's um, he's in that mould of of hooker who just loves to come off the back of a of a of a rolling mall or a driving mall uh, from five meters, and he's he's I think he's now got four tries this season. Um, picked up another couple there on on. Uh, on uh, Friday night, um, without question, uh, I'm, I'm, we've discussed this elsewhere. There's no doubt he could be a potential bolter for the World Cup uh, if he continues his his uh, current upward curve. Um, and, and it's good to see. I mean, Rob Herring's not getting any younger, uh, and uh, it, it, it's good to see someone with the potential to be an international class coming on the scene. Uh, so he, he's, he's my first uh, good. My second good is uh, that old Warhorse here uh, and our, our Ulster hero, Ian Henderson, Had a feeling, back on yep. the pitch. Yeah, great to um, see him. He went to uh, New Zealand in the summer and picked up a, an injury before uh, any game started. Uh, and this is the first we've seen of him. Since uh, I know he was down in uh, with the squad over the uh, November internationals, and we did think maybe he may have even scraped onto the bench against Australia. But um, I, I, I also know from listening to him and to others that both Ireland and Ulster were very, very patient with him this time. Normally, you would see Henderson back maybe two couple of weeks before uh, he's sort of due back and he has come back from from injuries before uh, and, and put in performances. But uh, good to see them being patient with him this time and great to see him back on the pitch now ahead of 
what's going to be a very crucial run of games between now and the end of January. Um, and he also, of course, will have the added in uh, incentive of, of chasing back his, uh, his place in the Ireland 23. Uh, whether that's a, a start or whether that's on the bench uh, remains to be seen. But, you know, others have stepped up to the plate in the meantime. And uh, that, that's good for him also to have that uh, incentive as well. But brilliant for the club and brilliant for the for the guys because you know just listening to the other guys just how much they 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 think of having Henderson on the pitch with them. So that was too good, mm -hmm. too bad. Um, I just I think general play uh, was very sloppy at times. I, I thought some of our passing was wasn't wasn't crisp. Uh, you know, guys were taking it you know sort of nearly behind their back at times. Uh, and it was slow, it was ponderous at times, gave uh, Zebra a lot of opportunities to, to get up into their faces, so we couldn't really create an awful lot. Um, the, um, the other thing then, uh, uh, second bad, was the discipline. Uh, Ulster's discipline had been fantastic for, for the last sort of, uh, well, this season and, and, and the latter half of last season. Um and we shipped two yellows in one game. Um, and against better opposition, that, that could well have proved uh, costly. Uh, I think they actually won the 20-minute spell uh, against them, but that's, that's beside the point. I just think uh, Carter's uh, uh, yellow card was, was just plain stupid. Although, give a bit of credit to the Zebra scrum half who, who targeted him off a short uh, tap penalty. Um, and he obviously knew that what the consequences could be. The other one was Duke, who uh, I thought it was marginal enough um, what we could see on the big screen, and I haven't really looked at it. I, I think maybe born more out of frustration for Duke than anything else. There wasn't a lot going right for him um, on, on Friday night, although he didn't do anything massively uh, massively wrong I just uh, you know th there was just a, an overall struggle in the team to get going but uh, yeah but it was yeah so Leinster we, we had our own problems with uh, discipline as well that was that was something we were talking about for the weekend but uh, like we say I mean you know when, when you when you're when you're getting bonus point wins and you still have stuff to work on that's almost a good way it's almost a good way to have us um, especially for a big block of games coming up Oh, oh uh, absolutely. I mean, if they'd gone through that game and just sailed through it, uh, we'd have thought everything in the garden is rosy. So uh, Monday morning review would have been, uh, I would think, would have been harsh enough um, at headquarters. And, uh, you know, guys will be, um, will be smart maybe from some of the things that, that, that were uh, replayed to them. So, yeah, um, ahead of the big game uh, coming up, um, it, it, it's good to have uh, something like that that they work on, as, as the players tend to call them these days. Absolutely, and um, yeah. Before we before we get to Saturday night's match, I mean, um, maybe we'll just look a bit beyond that and uh, take a look at uh, Ulster's uh, Champions Cup uh, challenge because uh, it's interesting. Because I mean, you know, like you say, you, uh, it was a bonus point win, and that you know that keeps you in as a, a strong second place with the game in hand. Um, it, it, assuming that's ever ever going to be played, we have to wait and yeah. find out. But um, it's a but you, you're coming up against. You've got two big matches coming up against two other teams that are also second place 
in their leagues. Uh, so they're, yeah. they're having strong seasons as well. So it's a big, a, a big, big challenge for you, but it's, it's definitely one you can face because I mean, three second place clubs in the major leagues in Europe. So that, that, that that's some uh-huh. big, big matches right there. How do you think Ulster are set for them? Well, I've been waiting for, uh, for one of these games for a long, long time, Jeff. And, uh, um, you know, we'll be, we'll be singing uh, the Enya song very shortly. Sail away, sail away. <laughs> so, um, this will be our first time playing them. Uh, and uh, it's going to be tough. There's no doubt about it. They seem to have improved since last year. Uh, and as you say, they're second in the, in the premiership. Um, they, they, they probably would have had, uh, I, I thought they were unlucky in, in one of the games that they lost. Uh, but they're packed full of, uh, of, of big guys in the pack. So it'll be, and there's a lot of South Africans in there as well. So it'll be like playing one of the South African sides. Um, but I think we've, we've uh, or even Munster, uh, but I think we've shown uh, that, that, that we can go away to these places now <clears throat> without, uh, without any fear uh, and, and win. Um, we just recapped that, uh, you know, we went to Northampton, Claremont and Toulouse last year and won in all three uh, locations. So, uh, you know, I would expect us to go there and get a, a result, but, but it certainly won't be easy. Fingers crossed that everybody comes through this weekend uh, um, without any, any major injuries and that we can put a full pack out, a full deck out and, and, uh, and, and give them a good game over there. Because when the draw was made, it was it was yourself and ourselves because we were the losing uh, semi-finalists mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. from the URC. We were going to get whichever there was two. We each had two possibilities, and whichever we didn't get, you were going to get. And we were getting, up, yeah. yeah. So you ended. We got uh, Rassing and Gloucester, and you got who are also having good starts to the season as well. I think they're Fantastic. both third at the moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, and you got uh, Sale. You're starting with Sale away, but then you've also got um, the, the, the the small matter of the champions. Um, La, La Rochelle, that's that's a good. That, but again, that's another good challenge. It's the kind of the kind of uh, matches you want in this competition. Well, you don't want, yeah, uh, absolutely. You don't want to be, uh, you know, coming up against Whitten boys, uh, really, because um, you need to be challenged. And if you're going to progress, uh, then you need to get results against these these guys. Uh, La Rochelle, uh, uh, they're going to pose a similar threat uh, to Sale. I mean, they've got a massive. They've got a massive pack of forwards, but I think we can unlock that um, to some extent with uh, with the way that we now we now play against those bigger sides, and we've proved, as I say, last year against Claremont away, against Toulouse away. Uh, you know, if you can shift those boys around uh, and use a bit of skill and get keep the ball uh, alive, which we are capable of doing. Then uh, I think we can win. Uh, we can certainly win the home game against La Rochelle. Um, um, teams don't like coming to Ravenhill, big European nights. Um, you know, hopefully a full a full crowd. Uh, being it, I know it's a Saturday evening kickoff, but it'll still be it'll still feel the same. Uh, floodlights on, and uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to that one. Absolutely, uh, and. And with the format, the way it is, I mean, we've all said a lot about how, you know, it's uh, it's a very convoluted way of running it and stuff, but it's, it is what it is. And with only four matches, 
like every point's going to count and we're going to be looking for those uh, the, the the placings on the ladder. So it kind of makes them all kind of mini cup finals as well. It, it, it certainly is. And I mean, you want to be uh, uh, um, uh, making sure that you're, you're at least getting, because uh, I don't think it's a two-legged round of 16 no, this yeah, time. No, it's just the one note, yeah. So, so you want to be sure that you're getting into the top half to, to get your home win or home uh, uh, home game uh, in, in the round of 16 and then uh, see how you get you get going from there. So uh, every point, as you say, will count. And, uh, uh, you know, probably you need to be winning three of those games, I think. Definitely. Oh, absolutely. And uh, uh, speaking, okay. So speaking of uh, Saturday evening kickoffs, let's let's get on to the, the, this match this week because I mean, you know, we're we're talking about Europe and and how important Europe is, but this game has a lot of context on what's going to happen in the URC at the top of the table. Like you say, it's first against second. It's uh, it's uh, it, and it's the second time we played you already. It's only round nine, and we we'll, we'll get both matches uh, against each other like kind of over with before Christmas. But um, there's a lot, you know, there's a lot riding on it. So why don't you tell me like how how you think you said there's injured there's people returning from injury and stuff how's Ulster squad looking and, and what kind of plan do you think they'll have for Saturday I think we hopefully we should be uh, uh, pretty close to full strength uh, on Saturday I've, I've jotted down uh, what would be my my team um, obviously uh, there's a couple of maybe a couple of missing there that might have made a, uh, a, a, a an appearance uh, I thought Rory, uh, Rory Sutherland was was signed for games like this, and and he's going to be a big miss. Uh, that would have been an interesting uh, uh, battle between him and and uh, and Tag uh, if if Tag's playing, of course. Uh, but uh, O'Sullivan's fit again in training, so I expect him to start with uh, Herring and Moore uh, in the front row, and then uh, Henderson more than likely will come straight in and. Partner O'Connor in the in the row. Um, it could be a decision to be made at six. I know Marcus Ray has been playing very very well, but uh, our old friend Jordy Murphy tends to uh, excel uh, when he's playing uh, for us against his old team. So I wouldn't be a bit surprised to see Jordy uh, at six. Timoney will come back at seven, of course, and Vermillion will be at eight. So. You know that's probably as as strong as 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 our pack can be at the moment, uh, and uh, I expect Leinster will be going pretty full on as well. Listening to Leo uh, in the early part of this week, uh, so I expect to to see the likes of James Ryan and Doris uh, Vanderfleer, those guys uh, lining up against us. So that's it'll be tasty. The backs nearly picked themselves. Uh, Jeff, at this stage, you'll have Cooney and Burns, McCluskey and Hume, and then either Balakun or McElroy, depending on Balakun's fitness. And I think Stockdale uh, will be back in again, and Larry back at fullback. Uh, that'll be, I mean, Stuart Moore and Luke Marshall, pretty unlucky to miss out, but uh, they'll, they'll probably be, be on the bench. So, uh, it's, it's just going to be a, a tough encounter, always is in the RDS against Leinster. Um, if we can get uh, the, the start that we didn't get at home, because uh, I think I, I was reading at six out of seven of our games this, this season, we've scored first 
and I think five out of seven was scored in the first five minutes. Mm. So we have been doing well uh, initially. So that is a crucial thing, I think, uh, going down there that you you do make a good start. We'll be we'll be trying to shift the the, the point of contact around with our offloading game, and uh, and hopefully. Um, trying to play most of the rugby in, in Leinster's half and put a bit of pressure on them at line-out and, and, and scrum um, and, and take it from there. But make use of the ball when we do get possession. Don't be giving it up too easily and, uh, you know, be a bit more, uh, uh, be a bit more direct and, and uh, not, not make any silly mistakes. So. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping for, anyway. Absolutely, yeah. The thing, you know, the thing that I've noticed, like teams playing Leinster, and they're they're, they're starting to. I mean, the, the problem they t- they tend to have is 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 breaking down our defensive structure. We were talking about that on the on the pods, and uh, and Glasgow were trying things. Um, they were trying different different ways and means, but we were, able, we were always able to scramble and get it. But we were, you know, we were also saying that with all due respect to Glasgow, when you're playing better teams that are better suited to uh, to 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 taking advantage or even finding weaknesses in it, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, we, we might struggle to, to to hold that organization for the full eighty minutes. And one place where we might where we might be struggling a little bit might be at twelve. Because uh, it was announced this week that Henshaw is going to be out until the new year. Um, we were already missing Frawley, and um, and now we have Nate who who went down, who had to come off at halftime at the weekend. We're they're still unsure about him; they have to check out. But if we're if we're if we're going down to our fourth player uh, in that channel, that 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 that, that might make our. Where we where we rely most on our defensive structure, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, that, yeah. finding finding where the first attack is going to be, um, you know that 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 could be somewhere in. But th- like you say, when, getting off to a good start, that's something Leinster have done as well this season. Um, uh, not always with the ball, but like we did in um, at uh, the Kingspan, holding mm-hmm. out the first attack um, yeah. and keeping them at the twenty two and 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 doing that. So it's going to be that that first five ten minutes, which is what you want in a big game like this. It's going to be crucial uh, how every right from the very kickoff how things go. That's it, uh, and uh, I'm not sure who the ref is. Um, haven't heard uh, yet. Uh, as we're recording on Tuesday, I think I think it'll probably be announced on Wednesday. Yeah. Um, I uh, Frank Murphy, anyone? I, I presume it'll be um, one of the Irish contingent anyway. Well, they have been the... they have been putting uh, they have been putting other uh, refs in for for these matches. So, uh, like the, the the rest of the team might be Irish, but uh, the the main ref might be you know might be. Well, it uh, could be. We could have a South African again. Yeah. The, the, the reason the way I was I was bringing that up was that was one of the our issues on on Friday night. Was interpreting uh, the ref uh, mm. at the breakdown. We we shipped three or four very early penalties at the breakdown simply because we weren't we weren't switched on to what he was uh, what he was looking for. Uh, and uh, I know Luke Marshall was pinged a couple of times, and and uh, you know he seemed to be quite uh, you know peeved about it. Um, so you, you just need to know who who's refing you and and what. He is uh, expecting of you. Well, you know, well, you know what you do there. You get Dan to make a video and mm-hmm. uh, put it put it on social media on the Monday morning. That's that works. I hear, that, I hear works. that that works pretty well. You know. Aye. Um, the funny thing is, I thought we would have had one on Monday, but we didn't. Exactly. I know. Yeah. I mean, I don't see if he can do it. Why can't other people try it? Like you know, it's if it's, yeah. it's all the rage. You know. 
And, no, and, but um, it's going to be no. The, the refereeing is going to be an interesting battle. It'll be interesting to see who's in there because that could that mm-hmm. could make a big deal, especially making a statement in the first minute, first couple of scrums, first couple of breakdowns, you know, and uh, to to set yeah. a set a pattern to the match, you know. Hi, getting back on to your twelve issue, uh, who who would you expect to um, if if those other guys aren't aren't uh, available, who would you expect? Uh, well, that's a that's a really good question. Well, Harry, uh, Harry Byrne has played twelve. Uh, uh, Ross Byrne has played twelve. Yeah, uh, only I was just I was thinking that because because they did they 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 played ten and twelve against us last season. Well, I know, I think. was the last season Ross Byrne played thirteen once against you guys. I, I remember that was his. One, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was one stint he played mm-hmm. on, yeah, on the outside. But uh, so they so they might need to get creative. But I'd say. Judge, judging from the wording of that, um, the injury report. I mean, if if they can, if uh, you think if not, not, they not they, they, they'll mm-hmm. they'll they'll push. They they might what they might do is even name him in the squad, yes, and and see how he goes. But to have a backup, they might have Harry as backup for that right up to the last right. minute. Would, would, uh, would, would Osborne would Osborne be capable? Of Osborne can definitely do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, Liam Turner is uh, his stock is rising. So uh, and he's been, you know, they they, mm-hmm. they must be seeing a lot of him in training because they're they're naming him in teams. They made him captain against Chile and stuff, and he's done really well in the thirteen channel. So you could see maybe an Osborne, that, you know, it, it, but it would be a, again that would be a, a, a partnership, such a crucial partnership in what Leinster do. Uh, you know, two people who haven't played together, or whatever you know. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, and if but if Ringrose is fit, of course he'd be there, so he could he could fill either role as well. So they they, they do I've have seen Ringrose. I've seen Ringrose. Uh, um, Lining up at twelve, yeah, in the past anyway, you know. So yeah, uh, absolutely. And, 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 they, they, they 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 might have to get creative with it, but uh, hopefully, hopefully from from our point of view, the systems would hold. Would you so. would you bring Low and uh, Larmer back? Um, it was good news. Now it, it, the thing about them is that if you want to start them from the bench, you couldn't really. There's no real space for both of them. So I'd say what they might do is maybe put Larmer in the wing and. Um, and uh, have low at 23, you know, okay. if you're looking to, if you're looking to ease them in kind of thing, you know, um, yeah. but uh, that, that, that is an interesting, um, a, mm-hmm. an interesting call, but uh, they, they, they do have a lot of options, but they will, they will be keen to get both of them involved as somehow, you know, I would have thought so. And, and uh, uh, they probably still be keen to have uh, Dave Carney somewhere on the pitch as well, because he always plays well against us. Yeah, he's and he's moving up those uh, that the, the Leinster try scoring charts as well. We got another one there last weekend. So and, the saw uh, his try weekend. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, he's moving on up. So no, it's it's going to be it's going to be a great uh, contest, and it's really good for the league uh, to have us um, at this stage of season. You know, before we break up for for Europe and stuff, because it's uh, it's almost fitting. Like you know, to ju- and from Leinster's point of view, I mean, you know, like all due respect to Munster, or whatever we're used to starting Europe, we've always like all through the years we play Munster just before. For Europe, and mm-hmm. uh, but right now, just the way the squads are at the moment, this is a much better test for both teams. I think going right, you know, heading into a crucial block of games. Oh, uh, uh, it's an ideal game. I mean, uh, uh, there's no question about that. Uh, let's just hope they don't take lumps out of each other. Well, and, and, that's always the worry, uh, isn't it? Yeah, that, that's always the worry. Although, uh, um, I, I don't think that's that's the type of game that you get between Ulster and Leinster. It's more. Uh, concentrating on the rugby rather than, than on the the um, old rivalries, so to speak. Mm. Um, so did you, you know, did you know did you know it was the oldest interprovincial? 
I don't think it's ever been said before. I think this is. I'm sure. New, uh, I'm sure Jim Neely has that written down somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> listen, yeah. yeah. So listen, mate. That's brilliant. We're gonna leave. We're, we're gonna leave it there. Maybe I won't say best of luck for this weekend, but uh, definitely best of luck for the following couple of weeks, Ian. Thanks a million for joining us, and we hope to have you on again soon. Thanks, Jeff. It's always a pleasure. Thank you, sir. Well, that's it for now. Stay tuned to harpandrugby.com during the week for all our regular features. And of course, we'll be giving Saturday's match at the RDS the full Harpen treatment with pods before and after, as well as a whole lot of in-between. So be sure you're following any or all of our social media channels. The links are in the program notes. In the meantime, stay safe, everyone. Slán.